This week we'll talk about Lord, aka Ella Yelish O'Connor. She was nominated for a Grammy album this year, Melodrama, which is an amazing album. She's the absolute queen of introspection and allowing life to constantly take her by surprise. In Melodrama, it feels like you're entering her universe and seeing her mind from teen-something into 20-something's adulthood. It encapsulates a feeling that I feel like we've all experienced and we all feel and find relatability in her words. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this today. And I have my sister in love on the podcast. She's my guest speaker of the day, Jana Smith. So thank you for coming, Jana, and I'm glad you got to come and talk on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to talk. So I've got plenty of things that I would like to talk about, but let's in general just talk a little bit about Lord and why her surname is Lord anyway in the first place. I found that really interesting um, how she's obsessed with the theater and obsessed with this idea of melodramatic plays and like her mother's even a poet in New Zealand and then she's very, you know, well-versed in poetry and literature. So she named herself Lord with an E, which I think is kind of like the feminist version of like Lord, you know? Yeah, it, and it kind of like anyone that would have a like a spiritual problem with it being Lord, it's like separates from it. And yes. it's, <laughs> it's like really good, honestly. That's fantastic. I didn't even think about that. That's a really cool perspective. I was just thinking about it from like the idea of like, you know, her. T I heard her talking about it and saying like, well, I chose Lord with an E because, you know, I like theater and I like, um, you know, being dramatic. Like, and I love that she owns that side of herself. Like I'm a dramatic person. And when you see her dance or when you see her, her sing or perform, she's just so like natural and she has no shame in it. Like even if nobody else is dancing, like Ella is dancing. One of the first things that made me fall in love with her from her when she first started and Royals had just come out, um, somebody had posted a picture of her and it was edited like she was performing on the stage and it was edited to where they took away all of her uh, pimples. And she posted a side by side of the actual photo and she was like, flaws are OK, guys, like I'm proud of who I am. And I think that like got me started on my love for her because she's always embodied like being confident in yourself while also being like vulnerable and like real she's not fake yeah I totally get that and I think w when you're talking about the pimples thing I just actually was online like kind of looking up some stuff about her and recently she posted something on Twitter or something again um a picture of herself like doing a blacklight mirror with like the you know like those lights that use the face masks or whatever and it was saying like people were commenting like left and right like oh this would help you with your acne like coconut oil would help you with your acne and all stuff and she's like you don't think I haven't tried like everything under the book to help with my acne I just have problems with acne and it's who I am like it's part of who I am and I love her realness and just basically being like I'm sick of hearing about my acne can we move on to like more deeper intellectual thoughts please exactly <laughs> like it's never just been about her appearance. Like even like her hair, it's like wild and hair. free. I know it's the most beautiful hair, but it's wild and free and real. You know, yes. it's not yes. like she doesn't do the crazy different weaves and everything. It's just her hair. And I love that. It is so great. It's so great. She's just amazing. Okay. So I want to say that specifically this month, I have been a little bit more Lord obsessed. I haven't like always been on a Lord kick, which I'm so sad about. I wish that I had like gotten on the bandwagon like when Royals came out. I mean, I listened to it a lot, but it was so overplayed that, you know, it's just one of those things over time, 
you didn't truly appreciate its greatness. And I feel like with melodrama, it's like a whole other level of like depth for me because she really allows her listeners and people who have never even heard her music before to really get inside the mind of like such deep issues and such, I think, relevant issues to everyone. And that's a beautiful thing. And and we can't like down downplay its its importance in society today because we're facing so many different things. We have so many ups and downs in life and we need we need the greatness of life to to shine again. We need the surprise of life. And I really feel like she captivates that, especially in melodrama like even with just the idea that she created the album to be one singular party. It's like a theater of a party. Like she's taking you through this universe of experience of like if you were sitting in a in an auditorium listening to her show or watching her show, you could actually see it in play form. And I find that fascinating. Um, so, but anyway, for me, I feel like you really get to see inside of her head. And that's that's something that you don't get to see with so many artists. And she just really separates herself from so many people in that way that she's just completely unique and completely herself. So I think that both albums definitely had like a realness to them. And I think the first album was, it was, I mean, it was a breakout, but it, it embodied um, this one part of her life of just growing up and just being different and um, kind of being separate from it all. The way that she writes about life and transition and the way that she writes about her youth and finding identity and like even from pure heroine to melodrama, like the yeah. transition in between, even though that was like a four year hiatus, like of time away from that, she's, you could see so much, like you see maturity in her, yes. but you also see like, you also see a little bit of irresponsibility and, and it's like a mix of like human, like, you know, it's just, she's yeah. just herself. Well, I think, yeah, I think this new album definitely embodied, like, the fact that it's okay to be vulnerable, but it's also okay to, like, be young. Yeah. Like, it's not about growing up and being an adult and being serious. It's about having fun, but then sometimes being an adult, you have fun, and then you realize that, you know, there are crazy things going on, and, like, some of her songs legitimately they're all like goofy not goofy (laughs) some of her songs are just lighthearted, and then they have one or two lines that are serious and deep and like I think the concept behind that is the fact that nothing in life is like one layer it's all like deeper than it seems she really captures that I totally get what you're saying because when you um, like when Lord talks about her writing process and how she color coded words and put papers all over the wall and all over the table, like she was some sort of detective, like trying to piece together all the puzzles and mysteries of things that she didn't say that she wanted to say and things that she already did say and trying to form everything that was in her head on paper so that she could share with the world her experiences in life. And she talks about like when she was writing, like color coding, like 
everything and so that she could talk about like sadness and so the whole song could be like color coded with one color that you know would have been sadness at first but then she's like there was like maybe one area in the song that had a happy part or whatever or vice versa you know there was that really happy song and it was really like poppy and fun and it had really one sad area and she would she would multicolor that so that she could understand like I said everything that I wanted to say of that experience within that song or within this album and it, I think it does capture that. It really speaks to this idea of her being able to encapsulate happiness and sadness and, and like experience and irresponsibility and partying and fun and dancing and like then going into the bathroom and feeling like sick to your stomach and feeling horrible about yourself and doubting who you are as a person and your experiences and, and really just capturing all of that like in one one album and I just think that's amazing that that blows my mind that you can do that and you really do find yourself relating to that because it does capture the life experience of really any human being yeah and um I just think it's beautiful because every word is so obviously placed I mean I know that she even says that like for every word that she used, you know, she thought of three words that she could also use and why she shouldn't use them. And I think that embodies how much she thinks about writing her music and how much thought she puts into everything she does. She's so conscious of the public eye on her. And instead of taking that and being bitter about it, she takes it and is proud of who she is still and doesn't change herself, but at the same time doesn't want to flaunt too much. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I read something that she was, I forget what article it was, but it was talking about how she was wandering around New York city. And like when she sees a fan of hers or something, um, so like, just kind of look at them and like put her lip, her hand, her lips, like with her finger, like just basically saying, shh, like, I know you know who I am, but please don't like mention it in front of everybody. <laughs> like this is just like a private, like secret moment between us. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is phenomenal. Like she's not like, you know, pretending like she's too famous for them or whatever to deal with them. But she just is like, I don't want to be constantly like called out. And I just want to live like a like my life and, and just write my experiences down on paper so that people can experience it with me and like and and still just being able to recognize people are people and they admire her and she doesn't necessarily ask for the admiration like she's just she's she even said something in a in a interview about how she knows that she's a role model but she doesn't like actually live up to being a role model like she's like I just live my life and I'm 20 and I'm not going to be perfect because I'm only 20 and I love that I think that's really great that she's willing to to come out to even to her fans be like I, I think it's fantastic that you guys think I'm a role model but like please don't think I'm perfect by any means because I'm gonna make you know all kinds of mistakes and it's just part of life yeah and um I think that like she going off of that it's it's funny because she doesn't want to be like seen as like she's such a relatable person but then if you see like she has multiple uh interviews with like talk show hosts and podcasts and she's always saying she's like yeah I do this but I'm not trying to be relatable celebrity (laughs) like she says that all the time but in a way it kind of makes her more relatable and more real because she she recognizes that 
you know, we see a lot of fake in the media and in celebrities. And she's so conscious of it that she's like, well, I'm not trying to be relatable. So I stopped. And that's such a great, like a real thing to do, like to be overly conscious of how everyone sees you and to like try to explain it away. Like just. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's she explains it because at the point there's also points where she's kind of over reflective. I mean, it obviously speaks to melodrama and like the album of the idea that she just overthinks a lot of things. But, you know, isn't that all of us like. We all overthink things. We all like take things too far and kind of like doubt ourselves or doubt our ability to do something or doubt our friendships or relationships. And I think it's just part of the human experience and and being able to see that in a in a person who she has the respect of people because she's very real. She writes from a, a place of depth and you can really like understand what she's saying, but it's also very poetic and respected of the artistic culture as well. Like it's, it's to the sides where she can kind of like, she's in that middle ground. that's just almost perfect for today's society, like for modern music, for pop music. And I'm glad that she did go the route of pop because, and even she says herself, like, I'm not just a pop artist. Like I defy the idea of a genre because I don't think that's what, like my music is going to be, it's just how my music is um, coming out of my mind right now is in the sound of pop, but it doesn't mean that I'll always be that way. And I love that. I love that she's like defying, defying genres, defying stereotypes by being herself. And it's just great. And I think it's really relatable and I love her for that. Yeah. I think all of the best musicians in this world have been in a way um groundbreaking while also doing the same thing by not staying in the same genre yeah you know david bowie lady gaga um even people like the beatles like they just they would separate and then they kind of made their own genres and their own music and no one album was the same um and i think that the best artists embody that the best artists use that they don't need to use a genre to get their music across that's not what makes their music good but they can use a genre for the message that they're trying to put out and then the next album they can switch to it make completely different genre you know or even in an album half of the genre could be pop then the other half could be folk but if it gets what they're trying to um, say across it, like people will relate with it and it will, it will like mean something. I mean, like David Bowie's classic example of that, you know, he's like, he defied all like norms and he made music that, that was his universe. And we were a part of it. Like you got to experience like his universe, his world. And, and nobody like questioned that. How can you question that? It was his world. Yeah. He was only like, uh, showing you the window into it. Yeah. You didn't affect it. You just got to see it and witness it. And you still do. And I think that he has influenced so many artists, Absolutely. including Lord, uh, to just be themselves while also creating their own universe. 
which I know she, um, like you said earlier with her party, it's, you're looking into like one party almost, one story for melodrama, but it's her universe. It's her world that she's created and you feel it. And um, I really love the fact that she almost did like sequels to like songs in it. Like, she has uh, Liability 2 that goes along with Liability. Yes, I and love like, that too. And, the fact that, like, it goes along with the story. And it's, it's a beautiful addition to the album because it, you get excited because Liability is such a beautiful and strong song while also being very, like, um, weak and not weak, but open, um, open and vulnerable. But liability too it gives you something to look forward to because you're following the story of her album you're following the story of her party you're following the story of her life in those four years and that's just a beautiful concept and it's so it's entertaining to listen to but it's also profound it's it's just you're getting this feeling that like you know ella in a different way you know, Lord in a different way. Yeah. And like you you knew her during uh, Pure Heroine and like she had these songs like um, Buzz Cut Season, these very like vulnerable open songs, but nothing like melodrama. Honestly, no album in the last five years, I think, can – compete with melodrama when it comes to being absolutely vulnerable yeah I totally agree with that and I think getting inside of an artist's life like that like in her being so honest about her struggles even like rising to fame and what that looked like to her and I mean honestly I don't think that's the only way that you can take liability but but that's the way you know she talks about it being written was that she feels lonely and she feels like solitude in the midst of like a stage of life where she's constantly surrounded by people. And I I found that so, so profound to me because it speaks to the whole like idea of loneliness or solitude. And I think loneliness is like the negative side of it, which, you know, or it sounds more negative, I guess I should say, where you feel like, oh, I'm lonely. And like, you know, you can't be alone or you struggle to be alone because you know, whatever you've been through in your life had, has caused like some traumatic experience where you feel like you need to be surrounded with people to be safe even. But then solitude, where is this idea of like being okay by yourself and learning to be like okay with yourself. Like, and when I say with yourself, I mean like literally with yourself, in presence with yourself. And like being okay with giving space to like whatever emotions come through your head and that are just like passing thoughts and being able to like think about like who you want to be and who you're going to be and just everything that has to come with life, like the ups and downs of life and learning that kind of solitude and and being in amazement, I think, by that solitude. And I really feel like she really captivates that. Um, And I know so many artists have in the past as well, like, you know, classic artists, but she's the modern day depiction, I feel like, of that artist that takes – a life story and turns it into something that's so beautiful and so human. And we need more of that 
Yeah, and I mean, ex- um, expanding on liability, just it's such an amazing song because everyone can take a different meaning from it. You know, everyone can walk away from that song and feel differently about it and yet still feel touched by it. You know, um, it's like I said, it, it is vulnerable, but it's also strong. And there's almost a ridiculous amount of strength of person that it has to take to be able to write that song and show it to the world. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I write poetry, but I don't show anyone. You know, <laughs> I went my private journal exactly like whenever I'm feeling most vulnerable, I write it down and then I burn it. You know, I don't give it to the world to listen to. I heard somebody say something on this. Uh, it takes real like I, I'm paraphrasing it, but I heard somebody say this. I think it might have been about Lord. Um, it takes real like tenacity and, and courage for someone to take their their life journey and publicize it and and sh- like basically experience that with the world as they still have not found a resolution like they're still publicizing their entire processing and that is a phenomenal thought like this idea that we that so many people are too afraid to like be like I mess up and honestly you know you don't you don't see very many people like this but another person I think of immediately that I feel like does this is Lena Dunham. I think she very much is like this totally human, like sometimes a little bit crazy, but amazing person who who can like say she's sorry and like totally be open about like struggles that she's having or things that she's feeling and be able to come back and be like, I fucked up. Like I'm not perfect. It's okay. I think she's actually the perfect person to talk about along with Lord. Just because, for one, they do run in the same circles. Yeah. They're, they are close. But also because you're absolutely right. She embodies what it is to be a woman. I mean, she's just – she's purely herself. Yes. And she's crazy and she hurts and she's she's invincible while also being – Totally vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's one of the most open, honest celebrities there is. And Girls, the show shows that. Because, like, Girls is just a little piece of her mind. Oh, yeah. And, like, Hannah is obviously such a part of her character. But, honestly, it's just crazy that, like, somebody can be that confident. Because I can't ever imagine being that way. And yet I want to. I, I strive to be more like... Um, not Hannah. I strive to be more like Alina Dunham every day just because I want to be able to accept my flaws, work to be better, but be okay with failing sometimes. Be okay with messing up, admitting to it, and moving on. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like she really, she really does that in a beautiful way. Like even with girls, um, you know, it came out that like before it ever came out, I guess I should say, kind of give some pretext, but um, people would say about it like, oh, it's going to be this really groundbreaking show. And it's it talks about all these, you know, really tough issues that modern women are dealing with, which, yeah, it does all those things. But the main criticizing point that people were making was that it didn't have enough characters of color. 
and they didn't feel like it was well-rounded for like everyone. It was more of like a very specific demographic of people. And yes, it is that. And and Lena Dunham has come out and admitted herself. Like she's like, hey, I, you know, I did write it to be um, as multicultural and as, you know, wide ranged as I could make it. But the fact of the matter is, is I made the show from my perspective of my world and what I knew. And as much as she, she talks about like growing up in a home where she learned like so many different things and learned about like liberal arts and, and life and like just so many different things that most people did not have exposure to. She did still grow up in, you know, private school environment and under, you know, mostly like white Caucasian people. And so she didn't have that cultural side to her. And thus she came out with Lenny letter, which is like another side of her saying like, I am sorry that girls was not like as well-rounded as I wanted and hoped it to be. But does that mean I'm going to give up and just like, shy away from like fixing that no I'm gonna deal with that so I want to come out with something that is you know gives voices to the people who didn't have voices and let them speak and so when you read Lenny letter you see this side of her even though she's not talking anymore she's basically give the mic she just completely let you know minorities have the mic that you hear her love like speak volumes through just allowing other people to speak and trying to just show her humanity and the side of herself that just exposes like, you know, I'm not perfect and it's okay. And I'm working on it just like everybody else is working on it. So I find that completely fascinating and I'm really glad that we have, you know, so many materials to look at nowadays. And I think anybody and everybody should check out Lenny Letter. It is pretty amazing what she's doing there. So um, look that up and subscribe to it if you can. But yeah, so we can move on to Lord again. <laughs> I know we kind of got off on a little like rant about Lennon Dunham, but that's just, you know, it's life. It happens. Okay, so back to David Bowie. Did you know that David Bowie personally like got to tell Lord, like he said that her music was like the sound of tomorrow. He clasped her hands and said her music was the sound of tomorrow. And I told Jesse, I said, that was like, it, to me, it feels like this like blessing before he passed, like, you know, to say like, your music I can't wait to hear more of and of course you know the sad part about it is is that he passed and that was a sad sad loss to the world but I think it's so beautiful that you got to see almost a piece of even like Bowie being inspired by like such a young artist who almost saw a little bit of himself in Lord. I think a part of Bowie was the fact that he drew such inspiration from young artists I don't think he ever saw himself as growing up or growing old. I think that he always just grew. Um, and uh, if you notice, there's so many young artists that would cover him that he would reply to or like even like send a message to be put on their album that just said how much he loved that they covered his music and how it like it drew, it gave him inspiration. Um, he was so encouraging of people taking his music and evolving it. And he was so encouraging of people taking music and evolving it because that's what he did. And, um, I think that, like you said, he saw a kindred spirit in Lord. I think that he saw a bit of himself, but he saw also something that he wanted to be. He wanted to be groundbreaking again, which he then came out with Black Star, which was. And 
it almost if you listen to black star it's very it's honest almost like lord's music almost like he did take inspiration from it um to create his own album again that was completely different from all of his other music and um it's it's amazing that someone as young as her could have inspired someone as legendary as Bowie, but it makes sense because that's the type of person she is. I didn't realize that Bowie would write to like young artists. And I love that. It just, that idea too of like that we don't ever, and Bowie obviously portrayed this quite well, but we don't ever have to grow up, you know, like we can always be like our like youthful, like creative minds in a way. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, um just yeah it's just that you never have to be like old yeah you don't have to get be stuck in your ways you know you can grow older and always be evolving and changing you don't have to think the same way you don't have to be the same way how beautiful is it to see someone at least of an older generation too i mean obviously his music and his mind and his life portrayal of it didn't seem like he was older but that he was older and he was so accepting and and forward thinking about the future and look at uh elon musk you know blasting a a ship into space and playing starman while he does it you know it's like obviously he's inspired so many people to like go on and achieve their dreams in it in such a unique way so Honestly, it's just, it's awesome that we have so many people of so many generations that are like reaching out and creating change. I could expand on that probably forever. It's inspiring <laughs> to see different artists inspire each other. Mm-hmm. It, it makes you feel like you could someday make something that somebody else could be inspired by, but also um, they could inspire you all as well to make something new. I think that's the beauty of this cycle, though, too, is that, like, the cycle of art is that we all can, like, in some way of this beautiful community, even have our own individual thoughts, but also be, like, a collective thought all at the same time. And that's the beauty of, like, so many different forms of art is that you can still, while it's completely somebody's individualistic experience with whatever it is that they're they're portraying through their art – that you're still somehow grasping an individualistic side of it and a community side of it. Like this really resonates with me personally and how much more like connected could we be as people if we could think like this collectively. I think art can change people. It can influence them in so many ways, Um, especially music. Music you know, a song can change somebody's life. A song can save somebody's life. I resonate with that because I've had songs save me. Um, songs that literally can get me through a night when I feel like I can't get through it. And then if I play it, it pushes me through, which has been, I've had Lord songs that have done that. I've had David Bowie songs that have done that. I've had random little indie artist songs that just have something that inspires me and 
tells me that it's going to be okay, even if it's not okay for me right now, the fact that they're telling me that for them it was going to be okay and that it could possibly be okay for me, it pushes me through. It gets me through the night. And I think that art, you know, it inspires every person differently. I think everyone can listen to a song. Everyone can see a painting. Everyone can read a poem and feel differently about it and react to it differently. And it's the best part about art. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I don't even know if I have really more to expand on it because you just so said it so well. There are so many bad things in the world and there are so many hard things in the world. And music is one of those things that makes everything a little better. No matter what genre, no matter what you listen to, no matter what you like, um, it's whatever it is that you listen to, it can make your life better, even in a small way. And that it it's just phenomenal. Like it's it's kind of funny because like you almost can't describe how you feel about music. Yeah. Because you couldn't imagine a world without it, you know. And. It's, it's just such a big part of so many people's lives. I mean, almost all of our lives. There are those crazy people that don't like music, and I don't think any of us can be friends with them, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, I can't understand it all. Like, how do you not like music? I know. It's <laughs> crazy. When we were talking about feminism earlier, about Lord and different things that she did, especially with considering the Grammys, um, I loved how she had the note signed to her dress. I think that was really an amazing thing. It, and I want to read the quote because it was just so beautiful by Jenny Holzer. And the quote reads, Rejoice, our times are intolerable. Take courage, for the worst is a harbinger of the best. Only dire circumstance can precipitate the overflow of oppressors. The old and corrupt must be laid waste before the just can triumph. Contradiction will be heightened. The reckoning will be hastened by the staging of seed disturbances. The apocalypse will blossom. And I just love that. I think that is just like such a beautiful sign of the, of the times to come, especially considering what like Lord, you know, I think in context was actually talking about, about herself and about the changes of rise that are happening in today's society. Um, it, it's just such a fitting, I feel like, quote to today's times she didn't have to grab a mic and scream it she just had it there it's dramatic sewing a a page to your dress is extra dramatic but it's also different and beautiful and of all of the things that like she could have done to like stand out like at the grammys that is the ultimate like lord thing to do exactly and, and it's so great because, I mean, you know, in the wake of everything that's happening, we are hearing so many voices. And I think it's absolutely crucial that we do hear these voices. Yeah. And I think especially the music industry right now, all of these um, female singers are coming out and saying all of the different people that have mistreated them. It's been a man's industry. They've run it, you know, women were in it, but they didn't get to run it. And I think Lord producing her music and showing people 
I can control who I am. She doesn't let any music label or anything control her image. I think she's inspired other female artists to be that way. And um, it was just such a great thing for her to do to add that message to her dress because it tied it all together. Yeah, It tied her message that she's always stood by with the message that people are getting behind now that is ringing so loud. It finished that conversation for her that this is where she stands. This is what she believes. And this is what she'll fight for. Yeah. And I think too, like, I just want to take a second to appreciate the fact that like, Lord doesn't stop until she finishes what she's saying. Like she, she talks about this, this idea of like, her like needing to say all the things. And when she says all the things and all the feelings and all the emotions that she needs to express for that time being, and she feels like she can say no more then she's like, okay, I can take a break. <laughs> but she doesn't take a break until that moment. And then even with pure heroin, she's like, I said all I needed to say for that time, but then I felt like it didn't fully capture all I needed to say now. And that's what melodrama is. So I think that pretty much closes up everything that we need to say. So. Listen to melodrama. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. And listen to Pure Heroine because it's all good. Um, but yeah, check out other music and share with us what you guys listen to because I would love to hear about that. And Jana, thank you for coming on the podcast today. I loved having you on. Bye. Thank you for having me. Well, bye, Jana. Thanks for coming. Bye.